0: Week 8. Welcome back, everybody. This is the South Lot Football Guys Podcast. I am your host, Evan Newberger here as always with Robbie Larson and Adam Sidek. Guys, how we doing? Doing, doing all right. Yeah. Just hanging in there.
1: Yeah, ha- Halloween week. Yeah. yeah.
0: Spooky season. Spooky picks. Yeah. Spooky pick episode. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what was spooky was that <laughs> Bears effort the other night. Yeah. Uh, tough Monday night game.
2: So I
1: missed. Um, you know, Matt yeah. Nagy, he, he's a, it's not just during Halloween he's a magician, it's its 24-7. So. Yeah.
0: Yeesh. Oh, man, I had hopes that Matt Nagy would uh, dress up in costume as a competent head football coach Ooh. this Halloween, but it doesn't look like he went that route, so.
1: No, not at all.
0: <laughs> anyway, we got a, a good show for you guys today, of course. We'll oh, I just realized our... something. That... Ooh, what's that?
1: Bears are playing the Saints on All Saints Day is that a good thing or a bad thing pivot is it okay that's what what i thought like that something about that
0: pivot yeah i I believe in that now we got a we got a big show today of course we'll get into our uh uh picks we'll recap uh how we did last week on our consensus and locks um before we do all that let's get to the news
1: All right, we're going to start with the injuries uh, last week. Uh, not too many uh, bad ones. Uh, we had two sort of major injuries. Uh, Landon Collins is going to be out for the year, uh, star safety with the team. And Odell Beckham Jr., uh, he tore his ACL. It's going to be out this year uh, for the Browns. Um, I think you know both teams are sort of in a playoff mix, or both teams are in a playoff mix. This, this is going to be big losses for both these teams.
0: Yeah, um yeah, it's a tough loss for the red or the teams. <laughs> uh the team team's that wears red. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the team that's a tough loss for their defense. Um yeah, I I think Odell I I'm, I'm not I'm not sure that the Browns offense might not click a little better without trying to force the ball his way. Um that's kind of what it seems like Baker is uh a little bit better is when he doesn't have to worry about uh, getting the ball out wide to Odell. Um but uh yeah it'll be interesting to see if the you know either of these teams falter as a result of these injuries. Yeah and then um uh,
1: got a couple transactions. Uh start off with Carlos Dunlap going to Seattle. A long time Bangle got traded uh should bolster their defense and then the big one uh A B good old ab returning to the nfl to play with the tampa bay buccaneers and they just keep on loading up at the skill position that the team's outrageous
2: i mean that offense would be just unstoppable like 10 years ago yeah, yeah. what a
1: collection of characters too wow no, yeah it's a
2: fun team it's absolutely you know what fun bruce
1: aaron he he's earning his money this year uh i i i
0: Fournette is like the forgotten man yeah. there. It's like this guy he's got still so there there too. To. Yeah, Shady's <laughs> over there. Yeah. Uh It's a collection. We're going to
1: see how it works out. Um but you know, if he's right, he's still top 5 wide out in the league.
2: Yeah, um Boy. so many miles, There's so many mouths to feed though. I I mean, I, there, there's got to be some injury with there either. Uh, Godwin,
1: I, well, it's broke, gotta be worse. He broke well, his he finger, but he's gonna be out like one, they said he'll one be week. Back. Yeah. yeah, the he, week
0: after. He, I mean, they might be worried about Evans. Yeah, Vince. They,
1: they both have had lingering issues this year. Um,
0: Is Mike Evans
2: going the way of Vincent Jackson right now?
1: I I think he's just playing through injury. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I think he'll be fine long long term. But
0: that that when he got his leg twisted up. What was that? Uh like three. that yeah. was pretty bad looking. Like I was stunned that he was able to come back as fast as he was. So it wouldn't surprise me if he's dealing with a either mild knee sprain or uh you know high ankle sprain that he's just powering through. But yeah, I mean he doesn't appear to be one hundred percent at all. Yeah, this is a team
1: that's gearing up for the playoffs, you know. I think everyone here yeah. thinks that this is a playoff team.
0: Um, yeah, I would agree. I think A B you know, it's gonna take him a while to get, you know, up to full speed. You gotta think he's not gonna be over fifty percent snap count, at least probably till his third or fourth game in, I would probably venture to guess. But um you know, you're absolutely right. This is a move for the playoffs. They're trying to uh, really make a splash in the NFC and uh put him over the top. Yep. In their one
1: to two year window with Tom Brady. Yep, yep. Gotta go for it.
0: All right, well that is the news, Adam. Thanks for leading that, um, guys. Let's get into our week seven recap. So, we'll take a look at our locks of the week, and you know it was uh, it was a mixed bag. Adam Raiders money line. So I missed.
1: Yeah, that, you know, getting it moved from prime time was I did not feel great about that, and then Raiders just came out and got smoked.
0: Yeah, the whole thing with the Raiders O-line being yeah, quarantined, that yeah. was just they lost their old O-line. Weird.
1: You knew they weren't going to run the ball with Jacob,
0: sort of yeah. screwed up their mojo. For sure. Robbie, Bears Moneyline. So I missed! I respect the belief in the uh, beloved, but... Yeah. Uh,
2: I wish I could say that <laughs> the spread at least covered, but no, that wasn't even close. That yeah. That offense
0: looked pathetic. We all died a little bit watching that game together. It's okay uh we did get one though uh i had panthers plus seven and a half yay uh yeah you can uh you can count on the panthers i like that team they're uh you know they're they're not getting a lot of respect to vegas right now and uh they've they've been in every game so i I like what they're doing but uh as far as our podcast parlay was concerned this one was kind of wild uh in all likelihood, we probably should have lost all three of these games. <laughs> uh, we had the Browns. Uh, they were uh, minus three on the road in Cincinnati, and uh, they wound up pushing. Um, what do you in got? Oh. I don't know. I didn't know what to else to fill it in for a push. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. We, we don't have a drop for that. <laughs> Uh, well, it wouldn't have been a push if Cody Parkey could make an extra point. <sighs> well, he pushed it. Yeah. wide well, left. Yeah, he he pushed our money away. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. didn't want it. He um,
1: want that Good Morning America money though.
0: The Lions, the Lions had no business. Well, at first it was a lock that we were going to cover, and then Todd Gurley didn't fall down on the goal line, so then Atlanta went up six, and then the Lions somehow and probably went all the way back down and scored and wound up winning outright. Uh, so we we did cover that one. <laughs> Uh, and then we did have the Bears, uh, plus five and a half. So I missed Yeah, that one didn't work out too well. So we were down uh, $28 on the week. Uh, so, uh, you know, we'll look to rebound here uh, in our next one. But, uh, you know, you got to get back up on that horse. But uh, with that, guys, why don't we get into our week eight preview. And the Thursday night game is a uh, matchup of the NFC South. Uh, probably, uh, you know, team that is the most must-watch uh, television this year, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Tune in to see how they'll lose another one this week. Uh, they head to Carolina to take on the Panthers. The Panthers are 2.5-point favorites in this one with the over-under set at 50. Um, I'll start this one off, guys. I, I kind of touched on it earlier with the Panthers, but uh, this is a good team. Uh, we touched on it. Uh, I think we talked about this earlier in the show. They already played Atlanta once on the road and uh, they won by seven uh, in a game that they were underdogs. So um, two-and-a-half-point favorites at home here. I still don't think they're getting enough respect. Um, Vegas thinks this will be a pretty high-scoring game at 50. I think if I have to lean anything, I like the under here. But uh, the two-and-a-half points, I think Teddy Bridgewater you know, eats this defense alive. I just can't imagine the Falcons have any motivation to go out there and, and put up any sort of effort. Um Panthers two and a half here just seems like too low of a number. Uh, I think they can cover that with ease. I'm going to lock that up. It's a lock, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love the Panthers here. Um, you know, it was my it was my lock about five minutes ago before I decided to change. But um, very very confident in this one. You know, like you mentioned, I think that a lot of teams, this Panthers teams, is just getting disrespected across the board. Um, and if there's any team that has perfected losing games that they should not lose it's the Falcons um doesn't even matter if it's Matt or Dan Quinn or not there's they're still finding ways to lose some of these games so yeah I I mean Panthers there's a possibility that you get um Christian McCaffrey back but even that I think you know you should be very confident in the Panthers and um yeah this 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 is an easy one for me
2: yeah same I I looked on that this this line just doesn't seem to make sense it's moving I, I
1: don't... down like, towards... It's minus two now, like, so... It,
2: it, it feels like we're missing something here, but...
0: Can I get my lock in
1: at minus two? Yes. Okay. I might be able to.
0: Adjusted lock, minus two. You heard it live. <laughs> no yes. more pushes from
1: Cody Park.
2: <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, I mean, this... Kind of well, with minus two implies that on a neutral field, Falcons should be one point favorites. What I, which I don't see. I, 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 think the Panthers are the better team right now. They, they're, they're playing real well. They played the Saints very well. Um, but I mean, grant the Saints were able to come back on them a little bit. Um, but even still, Falcons haven't been impressive at all all season. So. Uh, yeah, you should be feeling pretty good about this Panthers team. Uh, I could see why you guys both wanted to lock this game up.
0: Yeah, we're all feeling pretty good about the Panthers. I think that's one uh, that the uh, collective South Lot football guys would recommend uh, hammering this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, game two, guys, it is the Indianapolis Colts heading into Detroit to take on the Lions. Lions are three-point underdogs at home with an over-under set at 50-and-a-half. I'll start this one off too, guys. Uh, I almost considered this as well. 50.5 is way too high for this game. Um, I think you can take the under here. I know we don't like to take these over-unders. That number seems asinine to me. Um, That said, the actual spread in this game, this is a good line. Uh, I think think it's a low-scoring game. I, wouldn't be, I, I would look at alternate line unders on this. I would look at under, like, 45. Um, I see a low-scoring game. To that effect, it makes me want to lean lines. I, I don't know. I'm just a little bit worried. I think Phillip Rivers can just do enough. Uh, in all reality, I, I wouldn't bet the spread on this one, uh, but I would take the under. If I had to lean one way, though, I'd say Colts uh, cover the three. I just think their defense... Can uh, cause some problems for Matt Stafford and in, in the Lions' offense. I'm right there with you. Um, I I
2: love the under. I'm gonna be taking the under here. Um, that's just that that one just screamed way too high t- to me, and I'm not sure where they're getting it from. Um, I mean, Colts. Like you said, this should be pretty. I, I'm expecting it to be a lower scoring game between this team and it could be tight and I, I could see it going either way I'm not confident against the spread on this one but I feel like the Colts should have a little advantage coming out of the bye this past week and that defense has, has been tough up against teams um, I, th- I think it's going to be uh, tough for sledding for the Lions but I mean I, I'm not throwing shade on the Lions at all Lions have been playing some great football lately um, I mean, granted, they've, you could say they got a gift against Atlanta this past week, but, <laughs> I mean, if you think about it last year, the Lions were getting hosed on, like, the last-second losses all last year. Yeah, you know, it's about time Bears for them. Game was
1: a terrible loss for them. Yeah, they, yep. mean, they, should, they should be foreign, too.
2: They, they're, they're a better te- team than their record indicates. Um, but um, three points, that's not a whole lot, so I'll lean Colts here.
1: I'm going to go Lions, actually. I'm going to take uh, Lions and, you know, with the game spread this close, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to go Lions, line here at home. You know, this is a team that's starting to play well. Um, they're, they're getting their act together, gotten a couple wins in a row coming out of the bye. Um, I think offensively they're healthy, um, which is making all the difference. You know, you given Matthew Stafford his full arsenal um, of playmakers, and when I look at this game, I think the Lions, you know, Colts' defense is good, but I think the Lions are going to be able to put up points. Um, so I, to me, it comes down to is Phillip Rivers and the Colts' offense, are they are going to be able to, you know, score 24 points or more to win this game? And, you know, they, they could. Um, but I, I, I have my money on them not, not not being able to do that and sort of, you know, Phillip Rivers has not played well in the last, you know, four weeks or so um so i you know i'm having a tough time buying in this colt's offense so yeah give me the lines here and give me a money
0: line all right uh next one up guys uh we'll stay uh, semi here in the nfc north here it is the uh vikings heading into green bay to take on the packers where the packers are seven point favorites over under in this one is at 52 and a half uh robbie why don't you start this one off
2: yeah, yeah, this is going to be a game in Lambeau, and Packers always play well in Lambeau, and not even the... We, we we saw what how Packers just took control of that game against the Vikings week one, and I'm expecting they they're going to be able to do the same thing this week. And just to add to it, uh, Yannick Nguaku, uh, he's, he's not on the Vikings anymore. Last week he was traded to the Ravens, and... Man, that's a huge loss for that defense. I'm surprised it's only minus seven for the Packers. I think they should have no problem winning this by at least a touchdown here. I I love the Packers this week.
0: Yeah, that's a uh, that was an interesting trade by the Vikings because that's a guy they brought in essentially right before the season started uh, to bolster the uh, D line to kind of give them a chance to succeed. And it just kind of shows that they've punted on the season. They you yeah. they know they're they're not contending uh so they're not looking to make the playoffs and uh yeah I, I i like the packers here as well minus 7 looks like aaron jones is going to be back Devontae adams it looks you know really good uh he had a monster game last week against the uh, texans um you know there was that one dud a couple weeks ago with the packers but really every other week they've just looked dominant um you know we we've, we've been on them all year i i think you just continue you continue to bet the packers i think more times than not you're going to be right
2: even if aaron jones doesn't play jamal williams has just been great yeah very capable I mean, backup he's, he's very yeah. capable aj villen yeah
1: getting his mix in there yeah i you know i i feel great about this one uh that's why it's going to be my lock of the week
0: it's lock! no <laughs> um,
1: you know like you've mentioned evan we we've really had a good gauge of the packers this year i think that game against the bucks was an anomaly um you know, they, they gave up after the first, you know, those couple interceptions. I don't think that's really who they are as a team. And if anything, you know, I was watching the Packers game last week. The Vikings are, you know, pretty similar, on, at least on a skill level, to the Texans. And the Packers had no issues whatsoever um, carving that defense up. You know, the Texans had a chance to make it close and cover at the end. I, I sort of think that this game. I, I really think Vikings' only chance in a cover in this line is you know backdoor cover at the end because uh, the Packers are just a superior team. They're going to be able to run the ball, dictate tempo. Um, but you know I, I I don't really see that happen. And Packers haven't been letting up, letting off their foot in these games. And I think the Aaron Rodgers revenge tour continues against a team that you mentioned before is, is in cell mode. So yeah, give me the Packers here all day, and uh, I'm I'm locking that one up.
2: I don't think we really. Uh, we didn't touch on it yet, but Dalvin Cook is expected to be active. And I don't know about you guys, but that doesn't really change my views on this game.
0: Yeah, yeah, it doesn't change my views either. He was active for their first meeting. Um, you know, he'll get his. He'll still probably have a very productive game. Uh, you know, he's, a, he's an exciting and uh, you know great player. But, uh, you know, Packers are too strong. Um, the Vikings offense, when it comes down to it, Packers will get up on him. Kirk Cousins isn't going to be able to keep up. Um, And I expect the Packers to run away with it. All right, game four, guys. It is the Patriots heading into Buffalo to take on the Bills. Bills are four point favorites at home in this one with an over under set at 42.5. Actually, our lowest total of the week. Um, Adam, why don't you start this one off?
1: Uh, I mean,. There's a lot of games this week I like. Um, you know, the first three I, I really like. This is another one I really like. I, I love the Bills here, minus four. Um, it's going to be one of my confident picks. You know, last week was a little hinky. Uh, you know, they, they didn't cover against the Jets. Uh, they, they had their whole tight, tight end room uh, in quarantine because uh, of COVID. You know, they, they've had O-line issues all year. They haven't been able to run the ball. Um, but I, I don't think this Patriots team is really um, – a good team anymore we gotta stop thinking about them as you know what they've been and and really start thinking about who they are in the last two games they've looked like one of the worst teams in the league um they've been they've been pretty terrible and you know josh allen he hasn't looked great the last couple of weeks um hopefully he can get john brown back uh take that speed element to the next level and um i i actually see them having a little bit of success running the ball this game i, I think this is a get right team for a team like the bills that are you know are, are pretty good, and they're they are they are the favorites in this division, so th- this is a big game for them um you know this is their best chance to really put a good whooping on the pats, and you, you gotta think that you know they're gonna capitalize here
2: yeah i'm I'm right with you um this i I think this is just a line that's um more based on public betting um at least for the bills uh, i I think they should have no problem rolling over this patriots team who. Uh, I know people probably look at Cam's performance this past weekend, and we're thinking that the Patriots are mostly been underperforming offensively, but they've been underperforming defensively too. They're not uh, one of those scary defenses this year, especially with all those missing pieces. You know, it's you, you can see it's taken a toll on them, especially lately. Um, and I think the Bills this will be a good one for them to bounce back on. Four points doesn't seem a whole lot. Um, I I love I love the Bills I'm having four points here and Bills defense I also am not really too worried about Uh, I, I don't think they're as good as they were last year I think the Patriots will be able to grind out some points on this so I like the over on here I think this total is a little too low for both these teams expect some points to be out of this and honestly I expect the Bills to run away with it
0: yeah, I like the uh, I like the over here as well. We all know the Bills are capable of putting up points. Um, I I actually like the Patriots in this game. This is like this is where I was with the Cowboys a couple weeks ago, where it was like, okay, you guys get one more game, um, and so the Patriots get one more game. Bill Belichick, he's earned the right over the last twenty years. He gets one more game. You you, you go out here and they lay an egg this time. I'm off of them, but um, you know until then, Bills, you know. Bill Belichick has seen this team a lot. They know how to game plan for him. Um, I think this will be a close game. Uh, just interdivision. These teams know each other well. You got to think that uh, McDaniels is working hard to correct a lot of the uh, you know issues that we've seen on the offensive end. I think that they'll get it right. I mean, ultimately, the issue with the Patriots right now is they just don't have any dynamic players at the skill positions. I mean... You're talking about guys like Nikhil Harry and Demir Bird and Damian Harris are like the most exciting options on this team, and it's just it's just not there. It's it's a lot on Cam's shoulders, and then the rest of it's fallen on a defense without its emotional leader in Dante Hightower. So I get that. Um, I just think coaching can win the day sometimes, and it can go a long way. And when it comes down to a division rival and the fact that the Patriots have struggled and what they're looking at their third straight loss. If they lose this one, I believe. Um, I, I can't think of the last time Bill Belichick locks three straight games, if it's ever happened. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it's I, a do I or die game for yeah, me. it's a do or die game. I, I'm just, uh, something sizzling the Patriots here, uh, due to the coaching. So, um, uh, I'm going to go Patriots plus four. Next game up, guys, we've got the uh, Tennessee Titans heading into Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Uh, Bengals are five-and-a-half point underdogs at home, and uh, the over-under in this one is 53-and-a-half. Joe Burrow is actually covered uh, or pushed every single game uh, he started uh, in his NFL career, so that's fun. Technically undefeated in some aspects. Um,
1: the, the Bengals as a team or the over-under?
0: Uh no like the their uh, team spread oh okay yeah um so Adam why don't you start this one off what do you what do you see happening in this game
1: uh I mean this is this is actually one of the I think the only twelve o'clock games that I'm, I'm probably not gonna touch um I'm a lean Titans here I, I think that they're, they're too much too too much of a physical team for the Bengals um Bengals o line I think sustained three injuries last week um they're pretty beat up I, I think the Titans are just a little bit too too much uh too physical uh for young Bengals team um but it it wouldn't shock me if um you know joe, joe burrow joe burrow has been playing unbelievable football uh as advertised and you know they, he can easily cover five and a half so this that's why i'm not going to really bet this one but um if i had to choose i would take the titans
0: here yeah titans have been giving up a lot of points um you know i i think i lean on what you said kind of to lead off that uh I just see the Bengals getting kind of out physical in this one. Um, I just think, you know, that uh, rushing attack of the Titans will wear them down over the course of the game. I expect the Titans to win uh, both sides of the line of scrimmage in this one, and it should, uh, you know, have a pretty big impact. Uh, you know, it's it's really just a question of, in garbage time, did the Titans' defense do enough to, to keep the Bengals down? The backdoor cover does concern me here, but... Um, you know, I just eventually the Titans are gonna show their true talent level, and, and they're gonna run away with one of these games, and um, I think this is a good candidate for it. So I'll take the Bengals or the I'll take the Titans minus five and a half.
2: I'm on the other end of you guys. I actually kind of feel pretty good about the Bengals, um, mostly because Titans just. I haven't been able to run away with any game they're they're always somehow in close <laughs> games whether it's high scoring or low scoring you name it and of course the Bengals too Joe Burrow's just been fighting just every single game just trying to keep the, his team in it and I, I think he's five and a half points is plenty of points to be able to stay in for at very least a backdoor cover here so I, I think the Bengals are playing well enough that
0: I, I've got faith in them this week all right. Next game up, we have the Las Vegas Raiders heading into Cleveland to take on the Browns, uh, who are now without Odell Beckham, as Adam mentioned earlier. Uh, Browns are still two and a half uh, point favorites in this one, however, and the over/under is at fifty-two and a half. So, expecting a fair amount of points. Uh, Robbie, why don't you start this one off?
2: Yeah. This um, this is a uh, probably t- two uh, teams that will be fighting for the wild cards odd in the AFC. So this is going to be an interesting game. I, I'm kind of seeing, even without Odell Beckham, the Browns had guys step up for them this past weekend. Uh, Richard Higgins, uh, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Love that name, by the way. James
1: Earls Peoples-Jones. James Earls Peoples-Jones.
2: <laughs>
1: I think we got a review by that guy.
2: <laughs> I think we did. Um, but I, I like the Browns to be able to... Um, cover two and a half points here at home. Uh, I again this I kind of mentioned this last week, but the, what we me about uh, the Browns. Uh, It seems like the Browns don't do well against teams that could stop the run, Um, but I don't see that in this Raiders team. Uh, We just saw them get uh, absolutely annihilated by the Buccaneers this past weekend. A little more what I thought would happen against this Raiders team, but um, I I don't think the Raiders are going to be able. I just don't see a way the Raiders are going to win. I feel pretty good about the Browns.
0: Yeah, I'm going to deal with the Raiders in this one. Um, the strength of the Browns, uh, at least on their defense, is their pass rush, and then they've got pretty good corner play. Uh, but their linebacker play is a little weak, and uh, I think the Raiders are going to be able to run the ball on them in this one. Um, I think Josh Jacobs is due for a pretty strong game. He's uh, been struggling a little bit as late, uh, find a little... Uh, you know, he's having a tough time uh, finding room to work in between the tackles, but I think this is a get-right game uh, for the Raiders, and really uh, the Raiders' O-line, which uh, has been trou- has had some trouble getting off the ball. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, you know, I, I think the Browns will be able to move the ball. I said earlier I'm not too concerned about the um, uh, Odell Beckham injury, you know, Based on past performances, it's almost seemed that Baker does a little bit better without Odell out there uh, for whatever reason that may be. So, you know, this will really put that to the test. Um, But to me, this is really just a 50-50 game. Um, I think both teams have a real good shot to win this one. I expect it to come down to the wire. And, you know, with that said, why not take the team getting two and a half points? So uh, give me the Raiders in this one.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm all over the Raiders here. I love them. I'm going to take the money line in this game um you know the Browns so far this year had not th- done well against um you know good really good opponents were the raiders they've really only played good teams you know panthers saints patriots bills chiefs bucks you know and you know they got 3 wins out of that group which to me is very impressive um browns have not beat a good team yet in my opinion um in the games that they've played they've gotten smoked um and I think the Raiders, getting their own line back, they should be able to run the ball on this Browns team. And, you know, I, I expect Derek Carr, you know, take advantage of this uh, Browns secondary that hasn't really been great. You know, Joe Burrow last week really tore up. Um, I, th- I think this is just a bounce-back game from the Raiders, who, you know, had some interesting circumstances last week with their O-line and, you know, the game getting moved. And, you know, Bucks are a good team. So I, I think... Uh, Get the get the Raiders money line while, while this line is uh is that two and a half because you're gonna get good value.
0: All right, uh, next up, guys, we have the New York Jets taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are at home in Arrowhead for this one, and they are 19 point favorites at home. This is the largest spread we've seen in some time. Yeah, uh, over-under in this one is set for really only 49 points, so that should tell you really what the, the odds makers are thinking about the Jets and their chances in this one and their ability to put up any points. Um, you know, I'm on the Chiefs in this one. I, I don't I don't know how the Jets are going to be able to keep up, and I don't know how they're going to be able to stop them. Um, it's really that simple. I don't see the defense being able to get off the field and I expect a lot of three and outs on the offensive side. Uh, it's just, it's going to be a long day at the office for the jets here. And uh, you know, 19's a lot of points. You know, I, some people might not be comfortable betting it, but I think they got it. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. They won this game 34, 10, something in that range. Um, give me the chiefs.
1: Yeah. I love the chiefs here. Um, you know, I'd, I'd, bet this all the way to probably 21. Uh, you know, I, it, Three touchdowns. They should be able to cover. You're talking about, I mean, arguably the best team in the league versus not arguably, definitely the worst team in the league. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, last week I think um, I heard Adam Gase only called plays in the second half, and they put up four yards in the second half. Um, yeah, this, this team's a joke. Um, Chiefs should have no problem covering 19. It, it, like you mentioned, that's a lot of points, but I, I am comfortable laying, laying that wood.
2: If you want a good money line play this week, don't take the Jets. No, I'm, I'm with you guys on <laughs> the Chiefs. Plus 800? <laughs> I don't know what it would be, but you could probably get some good value and toss a buck on it. I'm sure a lot of places probably don't even ha- aren't even offering that up just because it's probably get ridiculous value on it, but don't do that. Um, I I'm with you guys. I just can't see a way that the Jets are gonna come in and surprise this Chiefs team on either side of the ball. They've just been looking so bad. Um, so I I really like the Chiefs on this one. I'm with you guys. I'll make this one a confident one. Uh, I was a little hesitant at first because of that big number, but at the same time, I. I just see a lot of turnovers from the Jets side of the ball, not being able to move the ball. They're gonna probably get very frustrated this game, and the Chiefs are gonna be able to run away with it no problem. I kind of like this under here because it relies on uh, the Jets not getting a lot of points. Um, I think a lot of scoring you're gonna see on the Kansas City side, and I, I don't think the Jets are gonna help up to that cause. Uh, think what would be scary is how bad the Chiefs run away with it, which, I mean, we'll we'll see. But I think that's a little high of a number between these two teams.
0: All right. Well, uh, next game up, guys, we've got the uh, Los Angeles Rams after their thorough whooping of our Chicago Bears. They travel out east to take on the Dolphins in Miami and uh, the Dolphins are four-point underdogs in this one where Tua vialoa will get his first start uh, of his NFL career and the over-under in this one is set at 46 uh so Adam I'm gonna have you start this one I know you got a strong take
1: yeah no I, I had the, uh, I told it. I had the Dolphins as my lock of the week but uh you know decided to go with the pack they've been consistent for me but uh yeah I, I love the Dolphins here I love a money line um you know, they're going to have an advantage with um, the quarterback change, the bye week. It seemed like this was all part of the plan. Um, I, I feel like they're not going to put Tua into a situation where he's going to struggle. Um, I, and, and they're going to have a lot of creativity with their offense, um, one with T- Tua being in there and then, you know, just not having any film of what they're doing. That they're, they're going to get some surprise looks, and I know McVay... Uh, company good, good good coach team but i think the dolphins are definitely in an advantage there um and in and, and besides that i think the dolphins are just a team that are underappreciated you know they, they're a three and three team they just benched their quarterback uh but their defense has been playing really well um you know their secondary is elite i i think that the rams you know they really beat up on the bears but none of it none of it really impressed me um i i you know, I, I see this Rams team struggling to uh, move the ball on this Dolphins team. And, and with Tua, the new look offense, uh, I think this is just a game being at home. Uh, it's set up for success, and I think the Dolphins get a big win here.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams. Um, for me, it's just uh, I'm a little bit nervous about Tua. Um, you know, just we just haven't seen it. Uh, he came into the year with an injury, so... Um, you know he's been working back from that. You know now the Dolphins have been grooming him all year. Um, they, you know they had this plan to get him into the get him into the game after the bye. So um, you know by all counts, I mean he must be ready, or they probably wouldn't be going this route. But you know first time seeing NFL action, and you know what a rude awakening it is to be thrown to that Rams D line. Um, you know I I just I don't know if he's if he's going to be a little skittish at first, or if the pressure is going to get to him. Um, the other thing that scares me is, you know, this is, the Rams are a team, they're kind of hit or miss, um, but they can jump up on you early and, you know, if this Rams D line is able to pin their ears back and just sit on the pass, it's going to be a long day for Tua. Um, you know, so I'm going to take the Rams here, minus four. It's just, I, am having a hard time. It's, that's not a very big number for a quarterback making his first career start against a very good defense.
2: Uh, I, I'm flipping multiple times I, I started on the Rams I flipped to the Dolphins I, I know, was I'm sad on the Rams. I was sad because like you changed it after I spoke <laughs> It's like oh my gosh um, yeah this is a tougher one to me mostly because I, I I, don't know if I could get a good, true read on the Rams at this point right now um, just you because their wins have only come against the NFC East. well it was up until beating the Bears but I'm not sure if that was so much the Rams being good or just having a good game plan against a poorly coached uh, Bears team, which I'm starting to lean is the case, but this is a game I just don't want to touch at all. Um, I I could see Tua coming up and um, absolutely surprising everybody, but I could also see the Rams just doing their thing that they did against the Bears, the thing they did against the whole NFC East, and um, be able to, um have a uh, play well enough to be able to secure this victory pretty pretty comfortably so um i'm going to lean on the rams side because they have been the better team over the last couple of years and i don't know what i could trust out coming out of tua just for his first start
0: yeah i mean it's still you know regardless of the outcome uh, it's good to see tua get out there you know, in all reality, that that injury he took in college very scary. I was nervous that he wouldn't be able to get to this point. So, um, you know, as a fan's perspective, I'm I'm just glad that, you know we're here, and uh, I'm excited to see what he can do out there.
1: He's got he's got a lot to live up to with uh, Joe Burrow and Herbert doing their thing. Yeah, <laughs> this could be a wild QB rookie class.
0: Could be, could be. All right, next game up, guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, probably the it's it's got to be the marquee game of the flex this game of God. the week. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, somebody please take Cowboys-Eagles off of uh, Sunday Night Football. But uh, we're talking about the Steelers taking on the Ravens. Uh, Yeah, this is Game of the Week for my money. Ravens are four-point favorites at home in this one, and the over-under sits at 46.5. I'm going to take the Steelers here. I know the Ravens are coming off the bye, and Ravens are a good team. But uh, when the Ravens have gone up against good opponents this year, Uh, They haven't exactly looked great. They've kind of beat up on some bad teams. Um, I'm a little bit concerned about their ability um, on offense. I mean, it just something seems a little bit off compared to where they were at last year. Um, The Steelers just, they're clicking on all cylinders. I know they had a bit of a hiccup at the end of that Tennessee game last week uh, where they kind of let them back in, but ultimately... You know, this is an undefeated team, and you're getting them, you know, with four points. And, I, you know, as a value play for me, I think the Steelers got a great chance of winning this game, even though it's on the road. Um, so I'll, I'll take Steelers' money line. That defense is great. Offense has tons of weapons, especially now that Deontay Johnson's healthy. Um, so, you know, this is two great teams, two great defenses going up against each other. Um, you know, offenses both formidable. I, I think the Steelers are just in a little bit of a better place right now. You know, the only thing that has me concerned is the buy, um, you know, the Ravens are coming off of, but even still just to, to get an undefeated team with this much value, just, you know, doesn't seem, it seems too good to pass up. So I'll take the Steelers money line. I am right there with
2: you. Um, not entirely on the money line, like with you, Evan. Um, I, I do think it is some good value um, just because I, th- I think this could be a 50-50 coin to us between these teams. But I'm going to absolutely take the Steelers with the points here. Like you said, the Ravens offense just hasn't been um, a- as great as it was last year. Something something about Lamar, um, his passing this year, just seems like it hasn't been great at all. Um, and now with Mark Ingram going to be out of the picture, um, it's it's going to Going to be the Gus Bus and J.K. Dobbins. Um, I'm, is that for sure? Is
1: he, is he not playing?
2: I'm pretty sure he's not playing this week. Uh, I don't know if one of you guys could double check that
1: for me. Yeah, I saw he was out at practice today, but I, I didn't know if it was. I don't. I, I thought I, the
2: assumption that w- he was going to miss at least a w- one week before, but I could be absolutely wrong about that. Um, either way, even if Mark Ingram's in, I think this Steelers team has been done. A pretty good job at stopping the run which is the bread and butter for the ravens um so i'm worried about their ability to point put up points but and i know the ravens just got a fancy new uh toy on the defensive side of the ball but i think the steelers uh they've been playing very well on offense and they're getting everything going for them so i i really like the steelers here with the points
1: yeah fancy new Tool on the defensive side, and then uh, Dez Bryant under the practice squad on the offensive side. Yeah, Dez. Nice to see Dez back in the mix, man. Love that it. guy that guy is an all-timer, man. I love the way he plays. Love Dez. Um, you know, I, I, I'm on the Steelers here in this game. Uh, I'm not as confident as both of you guys, um, but you, I mean, you make a good point. You know, for a 7-0 team to be getting four points in any game, um, you, I mean, it's probably smart, smart to take that and the reason why I'm on the Steelers is because I think this is just probably going to be within four points. You know, I I think the Steelers make this a close game and, and probably cover. Um, I, you know, I think the Ravens are a better team than what they've shown. Um, you know, I think that this is a chance for their offense to really gauge where they're at. Um, you know, they, I, they, I think there's not a lot of questions about the Ravens defense, but there definitely is about the offense thus far. Um, but, you know, they're more than capable of making this, uh, you know, covering those four points. So, you know, I'm probably going to stay off this one, but um, I can see where you guys are at for the Steelers.
0: Yeah. I haven't been this excited to get some uh, tape on Dez since the uh, Walmart incident. Oh, Ooh. 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 never forget. Uh, next game up, guys, uh, we've got the uh, L.A. Chargers heading to Denver to take on the Broncos. Broncos are three and a half point underdogs at mile high. the over-under in this one is 44-and-a-half. Guys, I'm I'm leaning Broncos here. In all reality, this is probably a game I'm staying away from entirely. Um, You know, Drew Locke is hit or miss. um, And, you know, the Broncos' defense has been pretty good, so I'm not sure how Justin Herbert's going to perform. You know, again, it's a home game for the Broncos, too, so they tend to show up and play pretty well. And, again, you know, uh, interdivision game, so I expect something close here. I lean Broncos, given the fact that you're getting three and a half points, they're at home, and the interdivision uh, nature of the game, these teams know each other well, and the Broncos D plays well, so uh, I'll, I think they're able to keep it close. I do expect a low-scoring game, though, uh, but I'll lean Broncos.
1: Yeah, I'm actually really excited about this game. These are two teams that you know probably feel like they could be in the mix, um, playoff mix, if they get a win here um you know one of these two teams probably will end up being in the mix uh i i'm gonna lean the chargers here uh you know i don't i can't remember being more impressed by a rookie than i am justin herbert like he he looks he's got the body of like big ben the deep ball big ben but is mobile um you know they they really found something there uh for the la chargers uh you know broncos they, they play good at home the defense is playing well um you know i think they're gonna make life a little bit more difficult for herbert than it's been so far but ultimately you know the chargers have been just snake bitten this year they're much better than their record indicates and uh, i think they're a better team than the broncos and you know they get the get the job done here uh going into my high
2: yeah this one's a tough one for me but i'm leaning broncos at this point uh i'll take the with the home team with the mile high advantage um i i don't think uh the game against kansas city this past weekend is any indication of um how this broncos team is uh, the bl- blizzard game definitely hurts them. um i didn't look at the forecast for denver so let's hope there's not another blizzard so um but i i know the broncos they just lost a uh, mike purcell so that's that's going to be huge for their how good their run defense has been um that definitely takes a little hit off the broncos right there and herbert has been playing pretty well um so i i could see the chargers being able to take care of this one but something just tells me that the broncos could just play a lot better um, than what we saw this past week and are going to be able to keep this one competitive especially between two teams that i think they're pretty close to be evenly matched i know the the offensive side of Denver can be a little questionable. Um, So, but
0: um, I'm going to lean Broncos with the points in this divisional matchup. All right. Next game up, guys, it is the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks are three-point favorites after a tough Sunday night loss to the Arizona Cardinals. The overrunner in this one is 53-and-a-half. And, a half, and uh, you know, guys, I'm, I'm leaning Seahawks here, minus three. Uh, I, I think Russ bounces back. He had his worst game of the season uh, last week against that Cardinals uh, defense. That's a game Seahawks should have won. Uh, they had several opportunities to put it away, and they just, you know, uh, kept letting the uh, Cardinals back in it. I think they come out motivated. Pete Carroll's a good coach. Uh, he'll get them ready to play. They're at home in this one. I think that matters, and uh, I expect the Seahawks to cover the three.
1: I am actually on the opposite side here. I, li- I like the 49ers. Um, you know, th- th- this is a team that's really trending up. Um, last couple wins have been pretty dominant wins, uh, and I-, I just don't think um, the Seahawks, I mean, I don't. Dunlap might play, but they're, they're going to need him because uh, the 49ers should be able to run up and down this team. Russ is more than capable of you know hanging in and winning this game um but I I really think that you know the scheme that Kyle Shanahan's got going with this 49ers team it doesn't really matter who's running the ball they're going for you know 120 and two touchdowns and the Seahawks defense is you know porous at best um Jimmy G I know they just lost Debo Samuel but I, I expect some hard play actions plays to work and I just don't see Seahawks defense um really stopping this 49ers offense. And, you know, I, I that's why I'm taking the 49ers uh, plus the three points here on the road.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that last point about how both defenses you, you don't see. I, I don't see a way either defense is going to stop the the opposing offense in this game. Um, i kind of seen this. Kind of similar back and forth action like this Seahawks Cardinals game we saw this past weekend. And I I really like the over here. I know it's a big number at 53.5, but I'm pretty confident in both teams' abilities to put up points. And none of these defense have been that scary so far this year. Um, But as far as the spread goes, I'm going to lean the Seahawks just because they've been so good. Uh, Russell Wilson's just playing out of his mind. They. Could have had that win on Sunday, but uh, just missed out. I think they're going to come in with a little extra fire at home and be able to pull this one off. I Honestly, I think it might be a push here. Wow. Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, Three it,
1: points. it's it's a tight game. Yeah, yeah. this should be a close one. This, should, this is a good
0: game. Do you want to call the push? <laughs> it's not. like calling double, call double, double zero, <laughs> zero on roulette. You're going to be that do guy.
1: It, do it. <laughs> Yes, let's. Do I actually it. feel good. Like the, the, the
0: push, push is. That's worth market. like ten wins if you get that right. I'm call- <laughs> can All you, right, can you bet on the push. Can you
1: bet a tie? Or I don't know what
0: I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm, no, I like, uh, like. It's it's like kind of like a prop. you can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, just bet Seahawks, Seahawks by this, three. Yeah, Seahawks exactly almost three. tied last week. Very close to the tying. Yeah, you'd have to do. You'd have to do like an exact score yeah. sort of situation, I guess. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, next game up, guys. We've got uh, we've got the uh, Saints taking on the Bears. Uh, Bears are at home after a tough loss to the LA Rams last week. Over/under in this one is forty-three and a half. where the Bears, are uh, four and a half point underdogs at home, uh, guys. Uh, for me, I- I'm going to lean the Saints here. Uh, the Bears. I just have no confidence in their offense uh, and their ability to move the ball right now. Matt Nagy's offense is a joke. The Bears' O line is in terrible shape. Um, yeah, I mean, the play calling is unimaginative. The Bears, the Bears are in such yeah, turmoil for being a five and two team. It's, it's. I can't remember a five and two team with this many like problems. Um, but uh, you know. It's they're, they're Jekyll and Hyde because, uh, you know, they could they could absolutely come out this week and the defense come out, win them a game. The Bears' offense is just enough, and, you know, we, we go another week and we pretend everything's fine. Um, but uh, I just don't see it here. I, I think the Bears' offensive troubles run deep, and uh, I think the Saints are able to move the ball well enough as the Bears' defense just gets tired from being on the field too much. Uh, so I'll take the uh, Saints minus four and a half.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you here. I I think this uh, Saints defense is good enough that the Bears are going to struggle offensively. And uh, unless something changes with the play calling, uh, I, I don't really see a way for the Bears to... I, I've been flipping back and forth, but I just I just can't believe in this Bears team right now. Um, I, I think Saints, if they get Michael Thomas back, that's going to be a huge plus. But even without... Um, yeah, I know uh, Emmanuel Sanders wasn't practicing and uh, Marquette Callaway, uh, but I think those guys are both really really good players and um, they're, they're going to be able to help do enough against this Bears defense. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw again the, the Bears struggling to move the ball offensively and just wear the defense out and then the, that's how the Saints are able to cover here. So I'm going to lean Saints, um, but I, I'm not touching this game. Yeah, I
1: agree. I'm not touching this game. Uh, at least you know, Saints Bears. Uh, I, I I'm gonna take the Bears uh, with the points here. I'm not, like, I'm not gonna bet that. Um, I I just think that there's you know, especially if Michael Thomas is out, Saints are gonna also struggle moving the ball, and you know, give me the home team. With the four and a half points if both offenses are going to be at the struggle. I'd be I'd be pretty surprised if the Bears win this game. And if they do, I think it's going to be because of a defensive score or two. Um, the, Their offense right now is a travesty. Um, but the one thing I do like about this game is the under. I don't – 43 and a half is the second lowest line of the week. Um, But, you know, I feel comfortable with that. I, I just don't see a scenario where this turns into, you know – 24 23 game i i think you know it's gonna be grinding off football field goals and yeah i i see, I see this one hitting you under
2: yeah i, w- I would lean under as well I, I think that's a good call right there
0: all right uh sunday night football what a matchup <laughs> cowboys eagles classic it. rivalry um no this game's gonna be awful Uh, Cowboys starting Danucci, uh, looks like, uh, against the Eagles who've just been another disappointment this year. Uh, Eagles are three and a half point favorites, uh, which seems low, um, over under this one set at 43 and a half. Um, Robbie, I'll send it over to you. What are your thoughts on this game?
2: My thoughts were, I was expecting this line to be seven and a half Eagles, but I think this three and a half is a gift just by that. Um, we're, I'll, I'll lead in by saying, uh, just a fun fact on how the Cowboys are the first uh, team to go 0 and set start a season 0 and 7 against the spread since the 2006 Dolphins coached by Nick Saban. Ooh. So, um,
0: that's the territory they're in right now. So you're and you're know- me Mike McCarthy's about to go on a hall of fame level college football run. Yes. Oh, I yes. can see that. I can absolutely I could see, that. see that actually. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that may be soon because I don't. I don't maybe see, a see this Hall changing. Hall Taco Bell run, but no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Not>
2: <laughs> e- hey, he's got to g- get some a uh, couple of those Crunchwrap Supremes.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Gotta gotta have one in each pocket. Well, when he's getting the hook. massages, you know, you got you gotta, you're hungry. You gotta have something. We're there not for fat
0: you. shaming. He just sucks. We're we're coach Coach
1: yeah, shaming. Yeah, we're coach we're shaming. We're coach shaming. Yeah. Just picking the easy target. We have the target. authority to do that. It's, it's
2: cool. <laughs> um, but anyways, I I just don't... This Cowboys team is just not looked good since Dak left. It, I mean, if anything, I've, I feel like D- Dak's injury, that may benefit his uh, future contract uh, negotiations because he could literally just point and say, look how the team just did awful when you want the new he's chief? left. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean, I think it's a no-brainer to pay the man. They should have paid the man before the season, but, I mean. They're
1: going to pay the man. Dad, he's a cowboy.
2: Jerry, pay the man. I know you're listening out there. I know you're listening Jerry. to us three. But without dragging this on too much more about how much I love the Eagles, um, I'm going to lock this one in.
0: It's a lock, night. Yeah, I completely agree. I'll keep it short. Um, do we really expect Mike McCarthy to get DiNucci ready to play a game uh, on on one week's notice? Prime time. Yeah, prime time. No, no, not close. Um, Eagles are winning this one by double digits. Take an alternate line. Uh, this game will not be close. I, the Cowboys are the worst defensive team in the foot uh, in the league and their offense is is an utter disaster right now, you know, thanks to a plethora of injuries. Um, Zeke doesn't look right at the moment. I I, I don't know if his head's not in the right place or what. I mean, I bet all these guys are just pretty dejected. Um, You know, they expect it to just be a far better team, but the fact of the matter is they're still in the playoff push, but, uh, you know, I think they even, they can look themselves in the mirror and they know they're not Super Bowl contenders, which, you know, five weeks ago, I'm sure they thought they were. So, um, Eagles minus three and a half. Robbie, if you didn't already lock it up, I would have. So I, I love the Eagles this week.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys touched on all the, the points already. Um, yeah, the Eagles getting the extra a couple of days from the Thursday night matchup last week. Um, I'm not going to be as confident as you guys just because interdivision and you, you know, like Cowboys win this game they're right back to being in first place somehow so um and they, they they i mean we all agree that you know they've underperformed but they do have some talent on that team if, if they can get it together but um you know i, I probably I'm, I'm not sure i'll be betting this game um but I, I i'm pretty confident with you guys and with the eagles here
0: all right, so uh, we're all in the Eagles in that one. Uh, finally, guys, Monday Night Football, it is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are playing some pretty good football right now. Uh, they head to New York to take on the Giants. Uh, Giants are 11-point dogs at home in this one, and the over-under is set at 46. So, Adam, I'll have you start. What do you think happens in this one? Man,
1: three <laughs> lease teams for the primetime games, man. Come on. Schedulers getting, get Raven Steelers should be this Monday night game, but I'll I'll get back to the topic. Uh, I, you know this this is a tough game because I I, I want to bet the Bucks here. Um, you know I I am I, I'm I'm gonna go to the Bucks. They 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 should be able to um you know control the tempo, uh, run the ball. They. You know, they might, they might struggle a little bit on the outside this week without Godwin and, you know, AB's coming next week. So they're going to be a little bit limited, but even with their cast of Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, Gronk, um, I, you know, I think they'll be able to move the ball, uh, through the air and, you know, Giants on, on that side, uh, it, Danny Dimes is going to struggle a whole hold on the ball in this game. You know, Bucks D line is going to get after it. Um, man, I. I can see I can see the Giants covering this is the big number uh, for it home team on a Monday night, but it's gonna have to be at uh, the back of Danny Dimes really having a really good game, and you know I'm I'm not leaning that way, so yeah, give me the Bucks.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll go with the Giants. Um, I kind of see this team the same way I kind of see the Broncos. They just find a way to kind of stay in some of these games. Um, you know, and they're, they're just. They're a little bit paper. They're a little bit better uh, than they look on paper. Um, they're just, you know, when you actually watch the games, they're just slightly more competitive than you really think they are. I, I don't think they got a shot in hell at winning this game at home, but um, you know, eleven points is a lot for a primetime game. I, I just think that, that's a lot of opportunity for backdoor cover there with that number. Um, you know, meanwhile the Bucks. They're hot right now. They've been playing good, but we have seen them falter at times. I'm going to take the Giants in this one, uh, plus 11. I just think that's, that's a few too many points. Um, you know, if, if it were 9, I think if anything under 10, I'd probably start to lean Bucks. But, yeah, 11, 11 just seems a little bit too big, so I'll, I'll, I'll lean Giants. But in all reality, probably not betting this one.
2: Yeah, it's a big number, and I will – be right with you guys i probably won't touch this one but i'm gonna lean bucks mostly because um i believe they're gonna win the turnover battle in this one easily they're one of the top teams in takeaways this season the buccaneers um their defense has been playing very well while the uh, giants have been giving away the football like uh, at a bad rate so um it's obviously tough to count on t- turnovers in the game, but I, I think there's going to be quite a few turnovers that help the Buccaneers out and be able to have no problem covering this spread here, but um, not super
0: confident in this game. All right, well, that'll do it for our Week 8 picks. Let's do a quick recap here, guys. So, uh, Adam, you've got Packers minus 7 as your lock. Packers all day. Robbie, you locked up the Eagles minus 3.5. Yep. And I locked up the Panthers minus two.
2: Love all those. So
0: for our consensus picks, uh, we actually all agreed on the games we locked in, so we're really just uh, locking in our locks for the week. So it's Panthers minus two, Eagles minus three and a half, and Packers minus seven. So uh, feeling pretty good about that. could be a a spooky weekend, but, uh, you know. Spooky parlay? Yeah, spooky parlay that we can make some money on. So uh, good luck to everybody this week. Uh, you know, looking forward to some fun NFL action. Uh, hope everybody does well and uh, has a nice, uh, happy, and safe Halloween. Uh, but until next week, have fun, and uh, we'll see you later.